Conjuring is a 2013 American supernatural horror film directed by James Wan. Stars Patrick, I could do better, Wilson, Vera Vagina. Uh, they star as Ed and Lorraine Warren, paranormal investigators and authors associated with prominent cases of hauntings. The Warrens came to the assistance of the Perron family who experienced increasingly disturbing events in their farmhouse in Rhode Island, 1971. Uh, it received positive reviews from the critics who praised the performances, direction, screenplay, atmosphere, musical score. It grossed over $319 million worldwide against a $20 million budget. The sequel, Conjuring 2, was released in 2016. Uh, it's a true story, Brad. This happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. Everything in this was factual. It was in a book written by people who documented this with science. Science. I believe it. Well, I have to now because it's true. Yeah. It's fact. Do you like it? Yeah. You know what? Ron Livingston was in this. Did he do his TPS space. reports? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, look, I, sure, I'm a horror guy. I uh, like to rock into every October and have a little, you know, little month of month of scary movies. And starting off the month, I was like, yeah, The Conjuring. Everybody had talked about it. It's got a few sequels, so I thought I'd dip my toe in the water and try it out. And... I made the mistake at 41 of thinking, yeah, I can watch a scary movie at night. I'll be fine. I'm an adult. Honestly, I got, I don't know, 20 minutes into the film. I found it really unsettling, just the whole setup, the whole thing. I was like, this is, it just it, it got on my nerves. And I, uh, I had to stop it. I'm mad enough to admit it. I stopped it. I turned it off. And I was like, it was kind of just before, spoiler alert, the, um, I don't know, the apparitions actually appeared. And so the, the tension that was created there, I was like, oh, this is, this is great. This has got me. And so I turned it off like a scared little bitch. And I came back to it the following day in the, in, in the daylight. And it was a bit of a piece of shit. <laughs> I found that setup part. I loved it. And it like, it got me in the right space. And then as soon as they started revealing everything, I was like, oh, okay. The build up was, was wasted on me. My friend, what did you think? Well, I think you shot yourself in the foot there by pussying me out in the beginning <laughs> and then coming back yes. to it during the day and like, yeah, um, oh, it's a really hey. good film. I enjoyed it. It was um, to me. It was felt. I felt. I love horror films. I love a really good horror film. So uh, uh, I was waiting for it to get going in the beginning. To be honest, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, wasn't feeling the atmosphere you were talking about, but it built and built, and I was watching the setups, and everything got paid off, and everything was great. Um, I thought that was really 
one of the problems with a lot of horror films is they overuse the jump scare and the pathetic. Mm. Like it's always the yeah. woman comes downstairs and it's dark and then the wind is blowing and whoa, it's building up and then it's just a cat jumps on the bench. And the like, oh, that sucks. But in this film, it was they set up the whole clapping thing and then the kids were playing the clapping game, trying to yeah, find yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And the ladies in the basement, and they're looking, and we're waiting for the ghost to appear, and it doesn't appear. And then she's got to the top of the stairs, and then she turns around, and then the hands come out of the dark, and it's the uh, ghost. Yeah. And, clap. Yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" I jumped. I was like, "You know, there's the jump yeah. scares." I actually jumped in. They were great. Yeah, um, that was, moment because it was actually the ghost. The... Yes, that's right. It was actually the ghost. That's been voted one of the top ten jump scares or something. Is the Cat moment. Yeah. There was a couple that yeah, really good. worked on me. Um what did I say? Um uh, it's for me, it's um kind of like it's I don't know what the rating is, but it's like a PG 13 horror film. Like there's yeah. no blood, yeah, there's no gore. Yeah. It's kind of a family movie. It's the worst thing you're gonna see is a, a little girl getting dragged around by the hair and then they cut her hair and then it's over. Um yeah. There, there wasn't nudity. There wasn't a woman in her underpants running up the street with the boob to wobbling around everywhere. Um, mm, yeah, it's a flaw. It's pretty PG thirty. You got a bruise on a leg, but the chick wasn't that hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've I found the um, like the start. I think I found it disturbing because it just kind of tapped in to childhood fears. You know, when I was a little little kid. I used to be in the upstairs bedroom and, it, you know, you have all those fantasies when you're a kid of a fucking axe murderer is going to come in and chop you up or whatever. And if you're under the covers, you're, you're safe. The, you're fine. Well, that was what you. was wrong with that little girl. Yeah. She stayed on top of the covers and she just pissed off the ghost. But like that whole thing of, you know, there's something in the room and they got the bad smell and they're like, Oh, stop farting or whatever. You know, that was the, the first clue. And it just, built real slowly to the point of, oh, stop touching my foot or whatever. And then her leg got pulled and then she got really hauled, you know, nights down. And that, uh, that was what was getting me that, that feeling of fuck that. If that happened to me, I'm out. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then, yeah, when it got into the scary, scary, it was all about, oh, you know, again, spoiler alert, there's a, it's a fucking witch that was here and she's possessing people to kill children. Uh, it just lost me. It didn't have the scare factor. And it sort of, once it got off that initial story, you could tell even, you know, even if I didn't know there were sequels to this movie, you could tell that they were setting it up to make sequels for the yeah. the team, you know? Well, that whole Annabelle, the doll thing in the beginning, it's kind of like, why is this even here? It doesn't come back later. But then, yeah. of course, you get a spin-off series of the Annabelle doll movies. Yeah, uh, which I saw Annabelle two was the first one I saw of these, and that mm. is terrible. That is god awful. Yeah. Um, I think it was the second one. But let's 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 go back to the start. Let's put this in perspective. What are a couple of your all time horror films? Let's learn uh, a little bit about our podcasters. Uh, for me, greatest horror film, uh, I think I have to go to Exorcist because it's just a brilliant screenplay. Right. Everything's perfect. Uh, story, uh, character. Brilliant arc. screenplay. 
it's the end of um yeah it's a well-written movie with layers to it um that's great um for all out gore fest i have to go there's a french film called martyrs which is the most disturbing thing in in the history of the world the original french film my god that's right. that that is gore and disturbing stuff and skinned humans and it's uh ah oh you just ah oh, i can't get through this one it's really ugh. the director apparently spent years apologizing for making something so horrible excellent <laughs> this that's marketing 101 right there yeah but uh fun films like the hills have eyes the remake they did uh that was a great horror film um, yeah there's a lot of great horror films that actually aren't great films, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I think um, that's the that's Poltergeist the is a horror. brilliant film. Poltergeist, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They use real this, skeletons in the pool scene. Yeah. Rather cheaper. And those, those people, well, they were just homeless. But they were just getting in the way. They, they want to be in films. Yeah. They're better off. What horror That's movies it. do you like? Uh, look, when I asked you, the th- only thing that pops into my head, man, is The Shining. You cannot beat The Shining. That shit is awesome, right? Kubrick, Haunted Hotel, Jack Nicholson, little kid on his bike. There's twin girls in the hallway. Come play with us. Genius. Yeah. That's Every that time I watch it, it's still genius. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's a very deep film. There's a lot of things going on. I know all the hitting meetings. I just kind of find it boring. Yeah, there, was, <laughs> there was no moon landing. Uh, but then, yeah, horror films, horror, horror. I'd probably go um, any of the classic 70s. You said Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, uh, I guess get some slasher in there. The original Friday the 13th, you know, like Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2, though that started getting a bit funny. Um, Evil Dead 2 is a great film. Um, but yeah, it's more of a slapstick. Um, yeah. Stooges it kind of a. Became slapstick, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I liked, you know, when I was a kid, I liked going to the video store and going to the horror section. You know what that was like? And it would just be like Prom Night 1 and 2 and Slumber Party Massacre and. Hills Have Eyes and The Fly and all those kind of things. They're just Ah, oh, The Fly. That's a great one. Yeah. It was yeah. there was something about the horror section where I'd stand there and just I'd work my way through it, you know, those one dollar weekly rentals or whatever. Mm. Just crazy names, red bloody writing. You knew um, you were gonna get massacres, extra. you knew you were gonna get boobs. Yeah. Yeah, extra. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I was I'd built up for years. Like I wasn't allowed to watch them and I finally got to watch them. I was like, oh, this shit is weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never Friday rated the not 13th, rated Street. That shit is weak. Um, but yeah. Sorry, um, Mr. Martyrs over there. Oh, oh, I like, I like, I like a bit of, remember Hostel? God, I remember being in the theater and they slashed that guy's Achilles tendon open and you just see it. <laughs> Rip apart, and you're like, oh my god! Hostel was shit, then oh. you know. Though, did you ever see that Green Inferno or whatever it was, Eli Roth's um, cannibal movie? Heard about it. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that. Let's watch that at some point. Yes, second part. So, oh, okay. So the Ghost Hunters, real-life people, these are Ed and Lorraine Warren. They were also the people that investigated the Amityville House things and wrote the book mm. and got the movies made. And they make a lot of money off making, they investigated something like 10,000 ghosts reports and they wrote books mm-hmm. about it and made movies and they made a lot of money from it. Um, Gee, I don't smell a rat at all. Yeah, so I investigated. <laughs> Did you uh, research? So, so apparently... It's not real. It's not real. Apparently, they faked a lot of shit. Um, apparently, people looked into the Amityville horror series and they said it was just all made up and they can't find any forensic evidence of anything happening. And it was just made up over a bottle of wine. And uh, these people pretty much accused of being serial fraudsters. There's people saying there was called the Enfield Poltergeist in London. And mm. there was reports that this house was haunted by a poltergeist. He said, uh, the guy owner of the house said that uh, the Warrens turned up to try and investigate it. He basically said, sod off. And then they went and wrote a book about it and they were battling the demons in the house. But apparently the guy was just like, they were there for a minute. I told them to go away. And they pretty yeah. much made everything up. And apparently it was attention hungry children were faking the poltergeist. In the house they found out later. Um, There was another guy that said that if Ed and Lorraine Warren told him the sun was coming up tomorrow, he would want a second opinion because he just did not believe anything they said. Um, They did uh... have the house with the museum. You can pay $13 and come through and see the Annabelle doll and all the other trinkets they'd collected over the years. Uh But essentially, more or less fraudsters that sort of seems well it's highly dubious what they were up to yeah that's what i got i mean this was the whole um it reminds me of the blair witch project right this film comes out and to market it you go oh this is based on fact this is real this happened the warrens have seen all this stuff and you go to the right websites and it says yeah this is what happened here's photographic evidence from the warrens and then you go to a third or fourth and a fifth website and they're like Yep, they went to a house and they had a seance and that was it, you know, and so all the rest is just layered on top for a good story. Well, this story was basically built around the Salem witch trials that took place in that era, uh, the ghost lady dying and all that sort of stuff. And what I heard recently was, you know, we've all heard about the Salem witch trials. What they think now is they've found that there's a plant that grows nearby that's got hallucinogenic properties to it. When the wind blows, blows its pollen um, hallucinating pollen across the town. So back in the 1800s or whatever, they would have been getting a whiff of this hallucinogen, seeing weird shit, and then going, burn the witch, basically. <laughs> Where it all came it's the from. First, the first I've heard of that. All right, I'll, yeah. I will look into that. That sounds extreme. Wouldn't they still be having those visions now? Wouldn't the pollen still be there? Uh, I think possibly they might do, but no 
understand it more now. Like, I think we're, I have a 96 year old grandmother right now who is currently saying that there's a man standing in her room at night breathing and things are moving around the house and things are getting missing. Uh, mm. she, she's legally blind. She's losing her marbles. And I think back in the day, we didn't have words to ex- describe these sorts of things. Like we didn't have yeah. words for uh, schizophrenia and stuff like that. And we've explained it with ghost stories. Um, mm. the demons must be doing. Oh, we used to let people with, you know, used to bleed people to get the evil demons out of them. That was what a doctor oh, used yeah. to do. That sounds so, that sounds great. Let's bring that back. Well, it worked then. Work now, won't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Bring back electroshock therapy as well. And I did a deep dive once about like um, exorcisms. They perform one in this movie, kind of. Um, but the generally, people that have exorcisms performed on them. When you look into it, they have a long history of drug abuse. They have a, usually a long history of sexual abuse and uh, they act weird. Like it's all signs of sexual abuse, which is what the exorcist was about. Um, the little girl character in there uh-huh. was being molested by the director uh, is one of the, if you look for the clues, that's what's going on in that film. So it's not really a demon possession kind of a film. So, um, yeah, um, we make Gee. a lot of things up sometimes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever had any encounters? Um, no. I I did have one weird experience uh-huh. where um, like my mum years ago just said to me, why don't you go to a medium and get your future told? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. So it was 50 bucks. Went to this lady. You talk to her for 40 minutes, and she records it on a tape. Gives you the tape at the end. And um, she said, uh, my granddad was there. And uh, she had his name, Robert, which is my, my dad's name, dad's father's name. So that was correct. But she was telling me a whole bunch of stuff. I had no idea what it was about. <laughs> None of that sounds right. So I took it to my mum and we played it. And I told her about this whole section that didn't make any sense. And we played the tape through. You know, the tape runs through, hits the end, reverses and plays back automatically. Yeah. It did that. It hit the end, came through, played back, and it played that same section again. Right. And then when we hit rewind, put it to the beginning, played it again, it played that same section from the beginning of the tape that was actually on the end of the tape. And we were freaking out, like, uh. how is this happening? And it wasn't Robert, my grandfather, from my dad's side. It was a Robert from my mother's side describing lots of things about her that were all happened. Oh, out of it. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That was scary. And I remember we tried playing it back again, and it it was normal. Wow. Funny. Hey, uh, then it worked. Was it worth the $50? 
I didn't learn anything. It's all about here, and it all happened in the past. <laughs> nothing about uh, the back, to the, back to the Conjuring. Did you enjoy this film, my friend? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was great, but it's like it's a, it's a PG thirteen horror film. It's not a it's not a gross out film, but it's kind of more like a it's for like a starter horror film for young people, I guess, who aren't gonna. It's for people that aren't into the gore. It's a horror film. Yeah, people don't like gore. It's Would you, by one. choice, do The Conjuring too? Yeah, check it out. Yeah, um, James Wan. He is he, the director who also did the Saw series. I think he's really good. I, I enjoy the. Uh, he did the Insidious series as well. I enjoy the city Insidious. Films. Oh, which which one was Insidious? I didn't I haven't seen that one. Exactly the same story. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I'm people, thinking of the, the children one. gets possessed, but then they think the house is possessed, but then they realize it's the child that's possessed. And when they move houses, the ghost is following the child, not the house. And yeah, so it's basically the same story, but it's got red face. The ghost is red face. It's just a guy with red makeup on his face. Okay. I thought he was in The Conjuring as well. Maybe he is. Um, no, I was thinking of what's the one with Muriel from Muriel's Wedding? And uh kid oh. gets decapitated. Yeah. Hereditary. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, that's where I thought Insidious was, but yeah, no, nah, all good. Um, look, I I enjoyed this film, but you're right. It's it's PG 13 horror. It's kind of like you know what? When I um bargain bin this, I'm gonna do it with it's gonna be a, a triple feature. Is going to be The Conjuring, is going to be uh, Poltergeist, which you mentioned earlier, which is also PG-13 Spielberg horror. Then I'm going to throw in The Blair Witch Project just to mess with people's minds. Can you do two? Yeah. You're breaking the Triple rules. pack. Triple pack. Mm. This is our fucking podcast. Do what we want. Well, I'm going to double feature it with martyrs and just dare people to get through that shit. <laughs> oh, so you're going PG-13 and then you're going like you're going to end up in an institution. Here's the hard stuff, dude. Right. Yeah, this is... This will put the, the black and white up you. All the white and red of it. Mm. Bloody... Okay, was well, Did you say Corey Feldman's in it? He needs to do more. He really does. Is that the one that died or the one that's alive saying other people got raped, but he didn't? Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah, Corey Feldman from the Goonies, man. Not Corey Haim. Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, he's right. the dead one. I can't. Right, Feldman. Talented artist. Great musician. I don't know if you guys have checked <laughs> that one out. You should look it up. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> He, you said he that with a straight face. Michael Jackson very heavily. Oh, yeah, I believe I believe he did. That's right. <laughs> Millennium. Yeah. Millennium. He actually does. I'll give him he does a good cover of the Lost Boys song. Um sings, dances, brilliant actor. What a talent. And hasn't been what a talent. everyone around him was. I think if he was molested, maybe he'd be a bigger star. Oh, dear. We're going to get legal action. Maybe we shouldn't post this episode. Corey's uh, desperate for money. If you want the job, you got to, you know, 
you gotta you gotta scratch my back. He didn't take the opportunities hey, that were offered. That's honestly, <laughs> I'd watch him in Goonies too, no doubt. Uh, did they? Uh, they did Lost Boys. They didn't make one. Two or three. They, or they did. He did he like Lost back. Boys two, three, four. Man, he he tried real hard to keep it going. Um, and then yes, his his music career, something about angels. I don't know. What would you rate this film out of ten? PG thirteens. Ah shit. Stare at the sky. Would you watch it again? It's too many questions. Answer the first one. Yeah, I'd give it a while. I'd watch it again. It's a good film. I give it a it's solid. I'll give it a seven cats meows out of ten. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like I'm with you. To be fair, I probably wouldn't watch it again. But I would recommend it for people going. Oh fuck! What's the Conjuring? You know, like it's it's worth the watch for sure. So yeah, I'm with you. Like a, a six and a half, seven ish in that ballpark. You know, it's it's above mediocre for sure. It's an enjoyable watch. Like you can do a lot worse with horror films. Let's, let's face it. Yeah, mm. I guess the only nonsensical part was that the 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 poster for the film was the scary ghost tree out in front of the house with the noose, right? And that was such a brief fleeting thing in the film. It was kind of like that was where, was it where the witch hung herself or where she was hung or something? Yeah, you think about it, like, (coughs) you don't see anything really at all. Like, the big event was the girl getting dragged by the hair and the lady on the chair hanging from the ceiling. Like, there's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and ghost lady popping in the, you know, jump scare into the face going, I'm going to get you, whatever she was doing. Yeah. It's not, like, as a horror film, there's not a lot of, you know, they're not getting blood and gore in this one. And, and yeah, it's you're not, not getting It's not visceral. But yeah. Yes. All things are clear. Um, everything's solid. Acting's good. Um, Acting's good, for sure. It's tense. Felt- a lot of, like, tenseness. I felt um, office space felt a little bit is a little too dry and bored. You know, it's has sort of he done the monotone? That's it. Has he done anything that's not just him in office space? That's that's Ron. Ron, when you hire Ron Livingston, you, you know what you're getting. You're getting, you're getting Ron monotone. You're that's getting, it. You're getting you're getting your TPS reports. You know. I uh, think the house is. Uh, Kind of haunted, and uh, I think, uh, yeah. Did I did I bruise you like that last night when we were having rough sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you, you summed it up. That's Ron Livingston. He's got a TV show called. Uh, it's not milk, but it's something like that. Uh, louder milk. That's it. There was milk involved. Genius, louder milk. I think it's on Prime or something, but it's it's got a couple of seasons. But it's the same thing. He's a music critic, but it's just Ron Livingston, the music critic. I was thinking, like, no one dies in this, do they? Oh, it's apart from the ghost lady. Like, I could have done with a couple of the children being brutally murdered, just to up mm. the stakes. Like, there should have been a creepy barn, and they go out there, and the littlest, cutest child. 
is she's hung and all her entrails are hanging out on the ground or something like yeah the children should have been brutally murdered um, i think if you wanted to go down that route because it's based on a true story and you know the family lived instead of the kids they needed just some random nanny you know or the gardener that comes around to clean up the house you know who died the fucking dog died dan the dog died on the well, first night, and they went, eh, this is okay. Well, he's, you, know, you don't see anything, and he's basically having a little roll over. Okay, let's film that. Okay, done. Yeah. And a couple of birds hit the side of the house. Like, there's nothing new in this film, is there? There's no, like, nah. unique take on the haunted house thing. Nah. It's all the typical stuff. Not at all. They do it well, and there's no blood, no gore. No one gets hurt. Um, this is a bloom house. Is this a bloom house film? Yeah, I don't know. I'm Wikipediaing, um, but they're like they're behind all the new, the new horror movement, right? Like it's heaps of cheap, but reasonably well made horror films coming out. Oh, I can't see it. Maybe, maybe not. Warner Brothers and New Line Cinema. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, New Line so Cinema. So it's the big leagues. Yeah. Um, the cinematography is great. The camera works great. Atmosphere is great. Music's great. Acting's great. Um, the only thing right, that great. was weird was, you know, when they brought the cop along and it was kind of like, what's he going to do? Is he going to arrest the ghost if things get out of hand? I thought, I thought all that stuff when they brought in the recording equipment, eh, you know, there was a little bit of humour there, but it was good, you know? Like, oh, there's noises. What's that noise? Ah, oh, the dude's in the toilet, you know, the toilet flushes. That was good. It's like the old bait and switch. Um, yeah, they're good, but well, we haven't... he was following the girl and then she jumped out and grabbed him on the side and he freaked out. Yeah. Little ghost also, The Conjuring, I can't believe you haven't mentioned this, is a Megadeth song. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know that one. Um, and Megadeth, they, because we haven't said it this episode, Metallica. There's a connection between Megadeth and Metallica, right? It's seven degrees of Metallica. Woo! Um, We'll be back next week on seven degrees of Metallica. Thank you very much, everybody. Fit Metallica in there somehow. (laughs) That's it. Perfect. See you for the Conjuring 2. Thanks for listening to Pointless and Confused. We believe there's a little thing where you can send a tip if you yep. want. We have yeah, no idea us. how it works. We need cash. Yeah, for whores. And Vegemite. Yeah. And what Good day. No, oh, right. tell them the other thing. Oh, what was the other thing? Subscription. Um, oh, look, you could, you could subscribe if you want to, if you want to hear the sound of our sweet, sweet voices in your ear. Whenever a new episode drops, you'll be the first to know. Yeah, we're not sure how you do that either, but you'll figure it uh, out. Well, we're new to this. Come on, you guys. <laughs>